0: hello 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 (laughs) how are you (laughs) i am great how are you i'm
1: brill thank you spiffing
0: lovely right (laughs) time for another old podcast eh
1: let's get it going
0: thanks for joining us again on the chatty edit we have a new episode which is called the importance of online and offline friendships we both did a poll on our instagrams and this was the most common liked answer
1: if you want to follow us on instagram to take part in the next poll wink wink my, yeah <laughs> not hinting at all um my instagram is at sophia
0: underscore tranta xo and mine is at louise marguerite basically enjoy the next episode okay so i think
1: the first thing we should start with in this podcast episode is talking about times before we both started blogging obviously we both have very different experiences to when we first started blogging so what was your experience like Louise?
0: Um, So my social media was very much it was a private social media Um, obviously I posted photos me and my friends um, my cats my my dog yes I had random crap my cats as well (laughs) just like anything though and did you used to use like those little um Instagram filters you know the ones that used to come with the the app app. one yeah yes and I was just shoving one of those on I'd Mm -hmm. shove the most random things I even remember I put a picture of a tub of uh, wine gums on oh no idea treat yourself
1: girl why the hell not
0: exactly (laughs) love me a wine gum (laughs) (laughs) love a wine gum (laughs) yeah so it was just a place to basically put any old thing up there whatever I fancied and there was no real meaning behind it it was just a bit of I don't know a bit of fun it maybe got one or two likes it it was just
1: yeah same here mine was very um personal use never used hashtags never would like share my in grid post to my stories and say like new or anything like that it was very like me personal people that I knew would post pictures of my family my cats my niece my nephew um and would only have people on there that I knew from school and like work
0: I never really had people other than that on there. But also I like I don't know if when you started Instagram that it it never had really any other features. It was pretty much you take a photo, you put a filter on it and you put it up. Like, like instant. Yeah. No planning, no like losing other apps to edit,
1: nothing. Just take nothing. the photo out, upload. Yeah. Go. It
0: on your um iPhone four. Yeah. Crazy. Those were the simple days. But yeah, they were like personal accounts. They weren't ever taken seriously. Bit of fun. Yeah, um, Doesn't matter what gets posted. And your following was pretty much people you know. Before I
1: started blogging, my following
0: was around 2,400. Yeah.
1: Mine was, mine was okay-ish for someone that just posted stuff, like random stuff. Uh-huh. Um, But it was literally like people I knew. I mean, I'd get the odd maybe like girl I'd heard of from like house parties or Uh like guy that I'd seen around you know what I mean it was just like people of people and people I knew
0: yeah yeah there was no like community of such it was just people you know at some point in your life it was a bit of fun wasn't it it wasn't ever anything more than you just put whatever you wanted up there there was no thought behind it yeah whoever saw it saw it and
1: yeah and you would hope that it would get like more than 40 or 50 likes or something. Do you know what I mean? I used to um, have like one or two. Oh, honestly. really?
0: I not too long ago, maybe like a year ago, I went through my Instagram and had to have a proper sort out because some of the stuff that was on there, like a picture of a half-eaten muffin, do you know what I mean?
1: Like oh what a girl, doing? you gotta get
0: that muffin in. Bear <laughs> in mind we are different ages.
1: <laughs> yeah, this we should probably point this out. Me and you are different ages. Which we experienced experience discovered the other day this annoys my soul because I'm sorry you do not look your age like I feel like I had to say to you right like, you need to send me your birth certificate you are 100% lying to me and I'm not having it um for the record I'm 27 and I'm, I'm 22 Um, even though i look about 16 without makeup on but there we go do not complain about it trust me do not complain (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) Um, yeah but i i was just gonna quickly add and say um when you then started your blog and your instagram like blogger account sort of thing did you keep the same instagram or did you create a new one because a lot of people create new ones yeah
0: no I continued with the one I had I even still use the same name my name has always been Louise Marguerite on Instagram I've never changed it it was more just go through and sort out what should still be on there and what shouldn't okay but yeah I never I never started a new Instagram I just got used to using hashtags and um almost having a theme as well yeah getting a theme going what about you did you set up a new Instagram Uh, no I didn't I've always kept
1: the same one because I didn't want to have two because it was kind of going to be a personal and a professional one in one like it's still me I didn't want to separate the two but I know
0: a lot of people do it but also like for me I would find that quite hard juggling the content like I don't know what I'd necessarily put on my personal one that I wouldn't put on my um, public one Yeah, because most things that I find more like personal, maybe that would go on
1: a personal account, I do all my stories.
0: If I had like a bunch of photos, like um, with my friends and stuff, I would never put them on Instagram anyway, because I've I've never really been about that. I've always, it's for me, it's always been Facebook. Facebook is where I put all my private things, because I'm very much, my Facebook is closed off. I make sure nothing's public. And Yeah. yeah, all my friend stuff is on there but I wouldn't necessarily put that over onto my Instagram.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. That's kind of similar for me as well. There's definitely certain things that I don't put on Instagram now. Like I don't really, because for me it's too personal when it crosses the line. I want those things to stay personal to me, not be online, such as like pictures of my niece and nephew. I'd never put them as like a grid post or like family photos and stuff like that, because that's like a memory that I want to keep for me, not online.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, like, when you're when you look at your um instagram as more of like a business page like if it's connected to your blog you you have a certain look and a certain theme and not necessarily would you then want to start putting photos of your personal life on yeah. that theme just because it's almost like a cv it
1: is you look
0: at it as a cv this is what you want to show brands and you know potential um clients yeah so you wouldn't then go plaster a load of private stuff over it because yeah. it's not um, relevant and also like I don't think those people in your personal life would necessarily appreciate it either. yeah but they're definitely the sort of things that I would put on Facebook so like when you first started blogging and you first started um taking your social media um maybe with a bit more of a business head did you like where did you look where did you where did you turn to? What did you but basically how did you go about it?
1: Um, you know what? When it was kind of hard, and I think you'll probably agree with me as well on this one. When you first start out, you do feel very alone. You don't really know who to turn to. And I mean, this could be quite a good point for someone who's thinking about starting blogging um and creating like the gram. Mm-hmm. Is that when I first started, I hadn't didn't really have anyone to talk to. I mean, I couldn't really talk to my friends about it because they weren't interested in it. They had other hobbies, whereas I really wanted to get into it. And I was like, who do I talk to? Yeah. So you kind of are like a lone ranger for a long time until you start to build connections and friendships with people online. And then you feel yeah. more like, no, you
0: know what? I kind of have like a squad online now. I think as well, like it's having the confidence to find your feet and know where you want to go with your, your blog or your Instagram, and your social media, because, you know, when you first say, okay, I want to blog great but it's not necessarily do you know what you want to talk about or what themes you want to go with or how you want to approach that so it's also finding the confidence to explore a bit and discover where you want to take your blogging and it's so important to then obviously find those bonds find those mutual grounds with people who will share a similar interest online and go from there I think
1: that's definitely where like, even in a couple of years, I mean, I've been doing it for like three and a half years, even in three years, social media has changed so much. you was to start now, it's easier because you know, you can go on Instagram or Twitter and find someone in a similar
0: niche. Yeah, like for me, I worked, um, I worked in Topshop. So I was surrounded by styling and um, quirky pieces. And I definitely knew that that was something I really wanted to look forward to, you know, experiment with and amazing I could do that in my point of work but it was having the confidence to then take that and make it my own and it wasn't actually until I left retail that I really started experimenting with my fashion more and that was where I wanted to start documenting it and playing around with it. It leads
1: us on to our next point which is about for example if you are starting up and you're kind of like I don't really know what I want to post about but I know that I want to just know that there will be opinions on your first initial startup people will be a bit like you will get the people that would be like what why is she doing that for like that's a bit cringy kind of thing and then you'll get other people like the supporters shall we say that would be like that's actually really cool that you're doing that I don't know anyone else
0: that does that so that's fine I'll stick around and see what she gets up to people who are already following you who know you from a private point of view in your life it's always nerving to know what they actually think about it and is it going to get yeah shunned upon and there's so many different emotions that go through it there are but I guess that's the same with anything you do in life there's always going to be people who are going to look down on you in certain aspects yeah I
1: I hundred percent agree on that there's like you just said there's always going to be someone that has something to say whether it be good or bad so just do what the hell you want anyway do you know what I mean exactly if you know you
0: want to create content and put it online then do it you've got to be confident that what you're doing is great and that's not an ego thing and that's not an arrogant thing that's okay I'm confident because I've produced this I'm proud of what I've made I want to show it off and I want to share it. Like When you do start to become more confident, you'll probably see a lot more people than you thought
1: trying to do what you're trying to do as well mm-hmm. and maybe come into you for a bit of and being like, oh, hi,
0: I've seen you started up your blog. Um, how do you do it? Because I think it's almost like you're taking the reins and you're thinking, OK, I'm going to use my initiative. This is what I want to do. And then you'll be surprised how many people want to follow in that footstep But again they're at the stage where they just don't know where to turn to and then you happen to now be that person which is amazing like Mm. you're you're showing a leadership that this is how you go about doing it and anyone could do it if you put your mind to it you can do it but i don't know about you um in terms of when you first started your blogging and changing your um content into more of a business side how did your following affect like get affected
1: um so I obviously gained followers from people that were like in my niche but people like other bloggers that were kind of like upcoming shall we say Um, but then I also lost followers from people that I went to school with people that I was at uni with um, and not that it bothered me because it didn't because I've kind of moved by that point I've kind of moved on from it you've just got to know that you will have that you will have the people that you used to go to school with that maybe used to pass in the corridor that you once followed on Instagram and they'll be like I'm unfollowing her and you will get that you I'm sure everyone has had that and I still get it now like 7,000 followers in I get people that unfollow me that you know I went to a house party once with when I was 17 years old so I'm like cool that's fair enough like you've probably moved on I've moved on don't really need you on there fair enough and I think it's
0: okay I I remember when I first started losing like people I know from a from day-to-day life as a following I was being the people pleaser I am like oh my gosh I'm annoying like that's so bad you know it's my content and that ends the day but this is who I want to be and this is what I want to do So, essentially, if you don't like it, fine, unfollow. Like, you don't support me, and that's fine, that's your opinion, that's Mm. up to you. But at the same time, don't come back stalking. (laughs) Also, just to quickly add on to
1: that, I do think at the start, when I first started, and I started to see some of these people I've been to school with Mm -hmm. unfollow me, I was a bit like, oh, okay, like, like, do they not think that what I'm doing is good do they think I'm cringy I literally thought loads of different things and it it did get to me a little
0: bit but I was like no you know what I'm gonna carry on doing whatever I want to do you can't please everyone you gotta take on the chin that you are gonna lose those followings but that's fine
1: Mm,
0: I think and I think that's okay like you will gain followers back the people that you actually
1: want like the followers that you actually want people that will support you in your niche you don't care about the people
0: you went to school with like Mm. four years ago no and That's the beauty of gaining a new following is that those people support your content and you're building that community of essentially positivity. And that's what you want. You want to surround yourself with people who enjoy what you're posting and in return, you enjoy what they're posting. And yeah, it's but yeah, it's totally building a little community for yourself. I love that. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do love that. I think it's very positive, but just to change it to a slightly not (laughs) negative, a slightly flip it a bit. You will also get the people that will essentially stick around to be nosy and to kind of stalk you a little bit. Not to say that their intentions are negative, but they're more just like lingering on your followers
0: list just to see what you get up to. There are those people and we, we've we talked many times. We've both had situations where we're like, we know this person isn't following us. However, they've now popped up that they have viewed a story, which is very interesting. It, it just seems, well, why would you waste your time... Going back to that person you unfollowed for a reason, you don't want to see their content, you don't support them, yet you've gone back onto their social media and suddenly you're interested. Well, are you interested for the right reasons or not?
1: That's the thing is, like, I, I recently obviously told you that I started looking on my stories to see who was looking. Mm-hmm. And it's very surprising who is on your stories. It is. Do these
0: people not think that I'm going to then check my stories and see who's looked? OK, so people who don't know, we can see who views a story. Hon. I think I thought that was common knowledge, but I don't think it
1: Hun, <laughs> we see you. We so. see you to the people that like you know don't follow us maybe have gone to school with maybe gone to uni with maybe used to work with if you're going on our stories we can see you are on there even if you do not follow us and we
0: do not follow you hun we see ya if you want cheeky stalk for god's sake do not click on the stories avoid the like first rule of stalking literally <laughs> avoid,
1: you're baiting yourself out avoid the stories Just... honey <laughs> yeah, honey <laughs> <laughs>
0: So building the online relationships. It's really weird because
1: we've only known each other for how long? Eight months, nine months? Yeah, it hasn't been a year. (laughs) That
0: is mental. Like absolutely insane. And I'm not just saying that because we're doing this podcast together, but it feels like it's been a heck of a lot longer.
1: I feel like Mm -hmm. I have known you for my whole life. I know. And the thing is, in those couple of months, we have done so much together. We've been to events. Um, we've travelled into London. We've been to more events. We've been to meetups. We've done so. We've done shoot days together. We've, we've done, done so, so much. much.
0: But the thing is, as well, like we we've said, like from day one, as soon as we met each other, we hit it off so well. Like we, we well, Sophia invited me to an event um, over in Maidstone, and it wasn't awkward. Like we'd never met. We'd no. never met before. We'd never really talked like one on one on online before. Um, so yeah, we met up, we did this event, we got on like a house on fire. After the event finished, we then went and got Nando. So we were that comfortable, we went and had lunch. And the fact that we both worked for the same company. Which is crazy. Like, that is... What is the world? like? Such a small world. And then that still wasn't enough because then we went and had coffee afterwards.
1: And we went and had a little photo shoot.
0: Exactly. Good <laughs> for that. Love it. Yeah, that's why yeah. I
1: think it's so important to build like friendships online. And the thing is, there is so many ways to do that. Yeah.
0: Especially on Instagram. So like we've I think we've mentioned before in our last podcast episode was that there are obviously engagement groups, but there's also community groups. Um, so we are part of a Kent Blogger group because we're both from Kent. So on that you have a majority of kent bloggers who maybe will talk about uh, brand deals that we've all been involved in or events that we've been invited to to see who else is going a general chit chat has happened on there and it's just it's a community it's building that little community that is so like precious in a way
1: i love our little kent bloggers group because mm-hmm. like we've become really good friends with some of the girls in there when i first started blogging i thought there is no one in my area that does it yeah and now there's loads of people and I'm like oh my god this has opened up a whole new door oh my god I can go out and shoot with people what I didn't even Mm -hmm. know this was a
0: thing exactly and if you obviously don't know where to start with finding your local group or your local community hashtags use the hashtags because that's I think how I discovered the Kent blogger group actually okay so comparing the friendships of online and offline people does that make sense or should i rephrase that um online and offline friendships guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> we was talking earlier and i was saying how we both think it's very important to have online and offline friends right. so the friends you have online are the business ones the ones you could potentially message and say hi this brand's emailed me blah 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 Or, hi, I'm trying to do an IGTV. How do you do this? And then your offline friends are more for personal and, oh, my God, I've got boy problems. Oh, my God, this girl's done this to me. What do I do, friends?
0: Yeah, for me, (laughs) I like having them separate. I like having my online friends for, um, you know, like you said, technical problems or questions that I'm not sure about with like a brand or payment or invoicing, blah, blah, blah. My personal friends are my childhood friends and people I've met via work. Yeah, they're, they're people I've met through work and, um, you know, friends of friends. They are my personal friends and they will always be there for, you know, private issues. Yeah. Boys, uh, private dramas, basically yeah. everyday things, I guess. <laughs> yeah so your
1: personal friends are more like your OG friends they know you for like who like not like who you actually are because I would like to think that who you put online is who you actually Mm -hmm. are but they know more of you they know like maybe your first breakup your first kiss whereas people online wouldn't know that unless you share it obviously but
0: they're like your ride or dies you know yeah 100% and they are the people who know you best they know you inside out they they've known you from childhood sometimes like they know everything about you and they are your friends that you know you may have known from school they know you on a personal level however people online know you from what you put online and obviously the more you get to know them the more you share your personal life but your online friends are very much there for more of an online friendship Yeah, for like business purposes. Exactly. It's so good to have a balance between both because not necessarily would my friends on a personal level be able to help me with blogging stuff or, you know, queries in that side. And again, online friends I wouldn't necessarily go to for, you know, boy trouble or everyday
1: dramas. I think it's so good having people that understand it and people that don't understand it because you can get such a difference in opinion and I think sometimes that really helps yeah um especially with like issues you might have like online or something like that it's good to have different sets of opinions um especially when you're in a bit of a sticky situation
0: and I think as well like your offline friends keep you grounded like you know they can say to you okay you haven't uploaded that it's not the end of the world and actually it's nice to have a, a life offline And just Mm -hmm. kind of forget about everything online and just enjoy in the moment. Because for me, a lot of my friends don't like being on the spotlight or being in stories and, you know, having a camera shoved in their face. Whereas someone I met online, like you, you and I are very interactive. We like doing the stories. We like, you know, being filmed and being silly online. And I think that that's a total, that's a respective thing. Like, that's fine. I 100% understand that, those people don't want to be online not everyone does like yeah you know you've got to respect that but at the same time like it's just nice having a balance between the friends you want to be doing it with you essentially we're like work friends that's basically yeah we basically are work friends although we're very like I
1: feel like when we first started we was very business friends but I feel like we've now crossed over to a little bit interpersonal yeah um but just what you was going back to what you were saying a second ago about them grounding you Mm -hmm like your personal friends are so important in your life because they will, like Louis said, ground you and they'll make you like, like you need to be humble. And those people there, that's what they do. Yeah. For example, you're, you've got so many followers on Instagram, so many people, followers and subscribers on YouTube, so many followers on your blog and you're hearing every single day. Oh my God, you're, you're stunning your hair is amazing where's you getting shoes from you really love your style this 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 and this you're not really getting a lot of hate if you're just getting all the positives you need people like your personal friends to come at you and be like say something like for example you were so rude in your Instagram stories sometimes your people online
0: friends wouldn't tell you yeah and like definitely like having an off offline friendships they would say okay that was really cringy why did you do that like yeah come on that's not you why are you why are you behaving like that they are 100 around you and they keep it real they have to because especially mm. like if you're uploading you know beauty related or star related or um something that focuses on you you have comments that obviously are saying oh you look amazing this is gorgeous I love this there's a like you said there's a lot of positive and it's it's feeding you and it's it's a great feeling and it's, your head is great yeah. and obviously <laughs> people are saying this is amazing and that's such a good feeling like we love as humans being told like we're doing great so but it, it's also okay it's an ego boost but calm it down because at the end of the day you're still Sophia from Kent you're still Louise from Kent like yeah the hell out
1: they help you to like understand and realize like what reality is. Like we all know how enhanced social media is and like the things we put out there aren't real life. We all know that, but some people can really be affected by that. Luckily I'm quite like, I know it's, Instagram do you know what I mean I know people do it for the gram. Yeah. whereas your friends that are offline they help you to really like rein in on what's reality and what's not even if that is like I'm going to go and meet all of my friends and have a coffee and turn my phone off for an hour yeah. and I'm not going to snap it because I don't
0: need to yeah. that's real life exactly it's also nice to have like a raw opinion from someone who maybe doesn't get see the ins and outs of a, um, like a blogging, blogging piece of content or a brand piece of content it's just nice to have like an outsider view who's not so um not so clued up on
1: what exactly
0: it is if that makes sense
1: yeah like getting opinions from the outside when they don't really know they're just kind of giving their opinion it
0: is what they what they see is what they get and it's like okay that's my opinion on it and it's it's nice to have that balance i think you need it
1: yeah i think you do as well that's the thing people that are in like the whole blogging world they've got like a business head yeah exactly whereas people that aren't in the blogging world like your friends they don't have a business head they have like you in the head do you know what i mean yeah they wouldn't like really know they might really know how to like email brands and how to like ask to be added to a pr list or something like that do you know what i mean they wouldn't know that yeah because they don't know that <laughs> they don't yeah, give it
0: no exactly it's it's good to have the balance 100 you need it definitely. yeah i definitely think it's such a positive to have
1: online and offline friends and also i just wanted to throw in the mix just to flip it if you do have um friends that are online and they're like your ogs you feel like they're like your ride or dies then that's okay too. You can mix both. Like, that's good. Yeah,
0: like, if you've got the best of both worlds where, like, you and your best friend are doing the same thing online or, you know, the same hobby, like, that's amazing. You've essentially got Hannah Montana there, Hannah. Honey, best of both worlds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My personal opinion is that I... Have experienced before having friends where I feel like they shy away from being friends with me because of what I do. They don't get it. They're like, I don't really get it, so I'm gonna stay away, kind of vibe. Um, which I mean is down to them, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important like to realise that if what you're doing is kind of making someone feel a bit like, oh, I don't really get it, I need to stay away, then you just need to stay true to yourself wow. and I think that's so important that's so
0: interesting because I don't think I've ever luckily had that not mm-hmm. that I can recall like obviously what we touched on earlier is I've had I have friends who don't necessarily want a camera shoved in their face and they don't want it pushed on them which I I respect but I've never from what I can remember is have someone actually shy away from being my friend because a blog it does like affect me a little bit Mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna lie it does
1: like my my personal friends that don't want to be friends with me because of what I do but I'm not saying like I'm not sitting here being like oh my god I have 100k I'm so successful in this 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 and this yeah but It's like what I do is a very big part of my life and kind of a job as well. So it is sad when your personal friends are like shying away from being friends with you because of what you do. But it's like, that's how my life is going. That's where my journey is going. That's my path. It may not be your path, but it's kind of like,
0: I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but if they were true friends, they wouldn't be like that. Yeah, like it really surprises me hearing that because obviously people who it's not their thing to be in the public eye and they're not keen on maybe uploading selfies or, you know, personal shots, which is fine, but they are happy to still help me out. Like the number of people I've gone out with for coffee and I'm like, Oh, do you mind just taking a quick picture of me? And they've been so chilled with it. And it's so like, I'm so lucky to have that because I think a lot of people would probably struggle and also not feel confident asking one of their friends maybe to do that because they think, Oh, they won't get it. And they'll think I'm vain. When actually, like a lot of people are more than happy to just take a picture of yeah. you. No, yeah, I
1: hundred percent see that. Like, I don't get me wrong. I do have friends that are supportive and friends that are like, like this is a perfect photo. Like they say before <laughs> me, perfect photo opportunity, girl. <laughs> girl, yeah, <take> a photo. <laughs> but then there is like a couple from past experiences. So I've been doing this for three and a half years mm-hmm. that have kind of shied away from being friends with me. And it is just a bit like at the end of the day, this is what I'm doing. So if you can't support that, then see ya goodbye we just want to put it out there that me and louise both you and i (laughs) louise and i think that it is such a positive to have friends online and offline but if you have a mixture of both then that's real you've got the best of both worlds Hannah Montana honey
0: yeah exactly and it's it's so important to create those relationships online as well because I think um Mm -hmm. it can be quite daunting putting the feelers out and making friends um on an online basis like you don't know who's behind the camera really and you don't know someone's true personality in a sense like no one does online let's be honest like you put out what you want to put out so there's that yeah almost like a nervous point of how do I approach a person like I want to create friends online but I don't know how to do it but there's so many different ways of it and it's so healthy to have online and offline friendships and you don't know where they're gonna go like look how many people we know who are really good friends online I know your online offline friends will provide different bits of information like different support like we said your offline friends know you better than anyone so they are they are your friends your hardcore friendships um and your online friends are new friendships and you want to you know get to know those people and build some really good bonds and it's just it's good to have a contrast like we said it's, it's essentially like making work friends also just want to quickly add when you
1: start your blog and your instagram and stuff like that don't forget that your offline friends still exist yeah because i I'm, I've always been the kind of person that's very good at multitasking like I've been in a relationship for three years and I'm very much like I'm a very relationship person and a friends person I'm quite good at balancing mm-hmm. and I think the same thing can be said for like blogging life and not blogging life I'm very good at balancing the two and I think it's very important that you do balance the two because your online friends are so important yeah. And your offline friends are so important and you need to keep both exactly. going.
0: Your life doesn't just exist online. So those friendships, yes, they need nurturing, but also, yeah, like you said, don't forget your offline friends because they are equally as important to nurture those friendships and keep them going. And also it's just nice to like have a conversation with like your best friend who you've known since birth and just chat about everyday things and, you know, what's going on in their world and what, you know just normal offline things and it's healthy you need to switch off from the online world and it's nice as well having chats with people that
1: are like your besties like that aren't online because you don't have to feel like oh I need to be documenting this I need to be gramming this I need yeah. to be tweeting this or whatever you do it's nice to just be in the moment and just literally live for that moment instead of being like online and being like hang on a minute before you say anything else can you get a boomerang with me walking yeah. down
0: the road swinging my shopping bags exactly it's it's yeah they're, they're very different relationships but they're also very very important to keep them both going and you just don't know what friendships you're gonna you know develop it's exciting yeah.
1: you may lose friends along the way but then you'll gain new yeah. friends and I think that's what's not obviously losing friends but obviously gaining new friends that's what's exciting you don't know what's around the corner you know it's all good stuff people you used to me the other day and it
0: really stuck and I really loved it and you said to me um someone may come around in your life for that chapter of your life, and it may be what you need there and then, but later on, yep. it may, you may be at a different point in your life, and not necessarily will that friendship be relevant anymore. Not in a bad way, but it might just be that, okay, we agreed that this is no longer what we both need, and you're different people by then. And yeah, I love yeah. that. I love the fact that those friends that you may have started with and you've lost along the way aren't necessarily meant to be there for the long run, but that's not to say that new friends you'll meet won't all do the same yeah yeah I think
1: that like that saying
0: has always kind of
1: stuck with me I think my mum um, used to tell me that all the time when I was in school just sidetracking a little bit I've always kind of like struggled with having friends I've never really had I've always been a bit of a floater. I've kind of been friends mm-hmm. with everyone and I've kind of lost a lot of friends but also gained like a lot of new ones and my mum used to always say to me like you will lose a lot of friends, but you will gain so many friends. And also, it's so important to just know that some friends are supposed to be in your life for for a certain amount of time. Um, And that's okay. You know, you may have a friend that you was really close with at work, but you don't work there anymore. And you're not as close with that friend anymore. And that's okay. They were only supposed to be your friend while you were there. And I've experienced that so many times you know going from school going to uni Um, there's so many people that it's not that I'm not friends with them anymore I'm just not the closest with them and that's okay they were only supposed to be in my life for that period yeah, of time and it's not
0: anything you've necessarily done wrong or they've necessarily done wrong it is just you, you both move on people move on and that's not a bad thing but yeah. New friends come along. And this is a perfect example of new friendships coming along and not to shy away from it. If you are a new blogger and you kind of feel like how
1: we felt when we first started, and you feel super alone and super like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I need some help. Feel free to message us yes, on Instagram. Please. We are always open. We will message you back. Don't feel like we won't because we will. And yeah.
0: And free it. and you, know? you can like use the hashtag um the chatty edit because then we can see it quite easily like yeah if you you feel alone and you're not sure where like what steps to take next talk to us because that's how you make a community that's how you you know you you start to meet people online um who have a similar interest and yeah build some really good friendships definitely yeah I love that thank you <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode and have a good week.
0: Stay positive, people. We've got this. Thanks for uh, listening, Crikey. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Thanks for watching. (laughs)